Hey loves, it's Yolanda Renee, host of From Shadow to Sacred, It's Sex in a Raw, a podcast where we are here to educate, entertain, and inform about all things sex, sexuality, and sensuality. I myself am a board-certified, kink-conscious sex therapist, and I am here to create the space. You ready? Let's go. Hey loves, it's Yolanda Renee, your spiritual clinical counselor and sexual self-awareness coach, bringing you another fire episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex in the Raw. And y'all, I am so happy and excited to bring this goddess to the microphone. Yes, Miss LaShawn Woods, helping women who are ready to give up on love yet really want a relationship. And she's going to help by helping y'all bridge that gap and help you find your feminine power and own it. Yes, Miss mm-hmm. LaShawn Woods, please come to the mic and tell people a bit more about yourself. Hi, I'm LaShawn D. Woods. I'm also known as Yoni Power in these Facebook streets. So I got another profile over there. Um, And, you know, I help women who are really wanting to be in relationships, like you said. But I'm finding this trend where we're settling. Mm. You know, we're like, oh, I'm comfortable by myself. And, you know, but really what I found out is that we don't trust love and we don't trust our heart. And so I'm here to give the secret on the feminist superpowers that we are not, uh, I call it a rites of passage Mm. that we missed Mm. uh, having so that we can know what powers we have within and just flip this around so that you can be in a successful relationship, Mm. one where you feel adored, one where you are empowered and live a fulfilled life, you know, as a, a goddess. So Okay, I'm loving this already. We just get started. So, feminine superpower. Please go into further detail on what that is. Oh, I would love to. Feminine superpower. You know, in this society, Western society, we are really worshipped for being one of two things. You know, mothers or a freak in the the bedroom, mm-hmm. like on your birthday or Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the only two times we get permission to mm-hmm. be sexual or sensual where it's okay, and then there's the motherhood part. But feminine superpowers acknowledges that there are four, four main uh, feminine archetypes, which are simply just energies that we have not been uh, taught. And so I teach that to the women that come to me, that you are more, and it's nothing wrong with motherhood. We have those energies that we need, but there's that's not who we are as a whole woman. We're also sensual. So there's the lover energy that I teach. That's a superpower. Because with that superpower, you turn on your magnetism, your radiance. That's how you enjoy life. That's how you attract to you what it is that you want to live a fulfilled life. And then there's also the conservationist. She Mm. is that energy within us that that teaches us to say no. Mm. How many women out there do not know how to say no or do not feel comfortable and it comes with guilt and you feel shame. And so the conservationist teaches you that you have to conserve your time for you, you know, and not feel bad about it. Mm. And then there's also the visionary, which is the strategist. She is the one that, you know, she sees things. Mm. She can see in the spiritual realm, Mm. which we are able to do because of our emotions. So instead of us being, you know, told that, Oh, you, something's wrong. You're too emotional. You this, you that. And we're apologizing mm. for being emotional. No, I help you understand that your emotions are what help you tap into your superpowers. You know, yes. that's how we bring forth life. Yes. 
So. Mm. Okay. Did we hit all of them? We said lover, visionary. What was the other ones? Lover, visionary, conservationist, and the mother energy we call the devotee. Okay. So my training is through Progressive Love Academy. So these are their terms that uh, when I got certified as a femme power coach, which mm -hmm. I've been with them for over 10 years now, but the feminine choice paradigm is what, you know, where this actually comes from. And so I'm like, we need to get this out into yes. the world to women who may not be necessarily in the academy, but are just feel like they're losing and love. Mm. And it's because we don't understand where we are waiting to be chosen instead of choosing love. We're waiting on love to come to us instead of understanding we are love. I get to choose. Now, the, the masculine plays a part, though. OK, mm -hmm. we don't chase, <laughs> but we let it be known. And if you think about it, I'll, I love to say it's science, baby. That's what pheromones are for. Right. It lets you know, oh, I'm feeling so and so. Or you can, you know, we know how to flirt and do those things. So we're already doing it, but it's the purpose of doing it with intention. Mm -hmm. It is empowerment for you where you can say, oh, okay, this, each of those energies attract a different type of male to you or masculine, mm -hmm. whoever it is. It works for same sex relationships too, because it's energy. Mm -hmm. So you'll know just by your womb letting you know like i'm seeing someone over there is it your your yanni or you know i don't know how explicit we can get on this show <laughs> is it your pussy exactly letting you know that oh i'm feeling him so that's what we call a physical connection that that's some sexual medicine there or is it someone who just takes you up higher with consciousness and knowledge and you know, we call that a crown choice. They go with the visionary, right? So each one has different compliments to mm -hmm. their energy. So you'll be able to tell by the language. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to tell by your body first. It starts with you. Mm -hmm. So your womb will let you know. Your heart will let you know. Your body will let you know, like, is this someone now, if you want to be married, you may not want to deal with someone who's a womb choice which is the connection through the womb. You know it's going to be on and popping in the bedroom. Yes. But it's deeper than that. Mm. Each one of these compliments have medicine for you. Mm. You know, we're told lust is bad. Lust is, but lust is medicine. Mm. It lets you know that there's something, there's some dynamic there. And so with the feminine choice paradigm, you get to know what that dynamic is. Mm. So we can stop chasing and trying to make the bad boys our husbands. You may be able to see, oh, okay, this is some sexual healing, which also leads to like daddy healing. See, it, it, it's it's not just deep, right? Mm. Yeah, it's not just a physical thing. It's not just it's deeper than that because sexuality is you know is is sacredness. Exactly. It's part of creating. Yeah. So when we deal with the spiritual aspect of this thing, you can get to the root of issues that you may have and why you are brokenhearted because, mm -hmm. you know, you're not dealing with those things. So being able to be empowered lets you know mm -hmm. that what to expect. Now, if you want to do something else and cultivate these other areas, you can mm -hmm. once you know them. So um, I hope that Y'all loving this, yes. There, yeah. So it, it's really about us, and and we have to teach our daughters this, so they won't 
constantly like, oh, I'm waiting these 90 day games. And you don't have to do that. Because if you think about it, how is that working for us? It's not exactly. working for us. Exactly. We could go so many different directions with that. I'm trying to figure out what I want to ask you first. Let's get to the rites of passage. When you yeah. say we don't have those, what do you mean? And what does that look like if we were to start incorporating that? Yeah, a rites of passage would be an initiate initiation into womanhood. Yes. We go through womanhood, you know, initiations are in life. They're either conscious or mm -hmm. unconscious, unconscious. Either way, you're gonna have. <laughs> so why not learn the science? learn yourself, learn about being a woman. And that's what rites of passage should do for us. Mm -hmm. It should be able to let us know about connecting to our womb mm -hmm. and that our womb is more than just for having, again, not knocking, having children, but it's also where you hold your, um, your goals, your dreams. So if you're not able to voice you know, as far as connecting to your womb and your sensuality and that, then you're going to have a problem with going after your dreams. Yeah. And so we see that manifest in a lot of womb issues, mm. fibroids and uh, P, uh, PCOS and, you know, all these different problems that we're having, not to mention the hysterectomies mm. that are sometimes done. Well, the numbers say they are done just, you know, not they're beyond what they're really needed for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's like going to the dentist. And that's a big deal for a woman because your body, if you were going through rites of passage, you would know about your hormones. You would know how your period works. Yes. You know, rites of passage would teach you herbs that you could use, which is what they're using when they give you these pills, birth control pills, but it doesn't interrupt your process. Mm. When you think about it, it interrupts your pro the natural process administration, which then takes you out of knowing your own body. Yes. I talk to women and young girls who are not even aware. I'm like, you know, did your breast get, you know, firm or do you have a discharge? And they're like, what? Mm. I, I never pay attention. Well, that's what birth control interrupts that. Yes. So when you go through a rites of passage that I'm thinking of, you're going to learn about herbs. You're going to learn about, like, if you want to prevent pregnancy, there is a herb for that. Mm. So it's called me. But mm -hmm. make sure you do your due diligent research. I'm just yes. saying that Mother Nature provides everything for us. Yes. And then from that realm, you also can learn how to, like I said, manage mm. your relationships, how to have voice, mm. to speak your desires. You know, rites of passage is gonna it's gonna address mind, body, and soul, and let you know that you are the closest thing to the Creator on this earth. Yes. You know, so yeah, that that's a, uh, a dream mm. of mine. Rites of passage. Yes, and it's so missing. You know, I can't speak on other cultures or nationalities, but I know in the Black community, I had a conversation about who had the sex talk. You know, mm -hmm. when you were younger, and so many. Right didn't have the sex talk, didn't know about periods or menstruation. Yeah. So yes, that's definitely missing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. And that could, and that's the, the changer. That That is really the foundation that we need mm -hmm. to empower women. When you can see that as the root that's connected to the problems that we're having in relationships of uh, the majority of women, my sisters who are single that don't want to be, mm -hmm. um, all of the hysterectomies, all of them were number one in heart, you know, heart issues. And it, it's all spiritual. You know, I've 
my studies have taught me that, that what manifests in the physical starts mm. in the spiritual, mm. you know? And so these are things, again, that are the feminine. The feminine is about, you know, going in and reflective. And that's why there's this imbalance in the world. You know, it's just masculine driven, hustling, mm -hmm. doing. And I don't know about anyone else, but I came up in the 80s where it was like, you know, the Anjali commercial. <laughs> you know, you could do it all, but they didn't tell you how to be a woman. Mm. It just taught you how to, you could do this, you could do that and take care of a man, but it didn't tell you how to take care of you. Mm. It tell you that your power, your empowerment is mm. your self-care and making that a priority. Yes. Well, let's break down this whole idea of feminine, because a lot of times yeah. when we think of the word, we think of a costume almost like being feminine, mm -hmm. wearing some lipstick and putting on yeah. some face and some heels. But what is it beyond that? Yeah, it's energy. <laughs> it, it's energy. Um, and we're not taught that. So like now the buzzword is self-care, mm -hmm. you know, self-care, self-care. And I even had one sister I was talking to on a discovery call. And she said, you know, I thought self-care, I was doing that. That didn't mm -hmm. register with me that I had an issue there mm -hmm. because I would go get my nails done and make sure I just bling out on my nails and get my hair done and get my lipstick and get this and that. But on the inside, she was miserable. Mm -hmm. She didn't know how to nourish herself. Mm -hmm. She didn't know how to feed her soul. She yes. didn't know how to take time out for herself and take herself down off the, off the cross mm -hmm. and quit putting others before her. She didn't know how to say no, you know? So the feminine, based on those four deities, those four archetypes, those four energies that I mentioned mm -hmm. are all about being, you, you start with you first. So it's yes. about um, being able to have nurture, being a nurturer. Mm. Uh, being like I said someone uh, a woman who's radiant mm -hmm. uh, meaning and the purpose of that is because like I said it's energy so we're sending your vibration is how you maneuver through this world it, yes. if you want to know how you're doing in the world with your vibration look around at your world mm. and if you don't like it then there's some issues there in the vibration that needs to be cleaned up and femininity Mm -hmm. will help you do that. It'll help you go within. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to know how to clear uh, patterns that you may have. Yeah. You know, so we're all about going in where the masculine and, and again, biology, it's science. All of our inner parts are inside. Yes. <laughs> so once I found that out, I told my husband, I'm like, um, I will not be handling bills anymore. Mm -hmm. That stresses me. <laughs> your your genitals and everything is external for a reason you you ha you can handle that mm. you can handle those type of pressures now a lot of the other things he may not be able to handle because again it's not one over the other yes. because we have them all we have both feminine and masculine yes. but in this body of course then these are your uh major points these are the points that you definitely you know, are going, they're going to align with your body. But mm -hmm. of course, when you need to get things done to produce, you're mm -hmm. going to go to your masculine. But when you need to be nurturing, when you need to be kind, when you need to have joy, mm -hmm. despite what's going on, how things look, that is your feminine energy. That's your feminine superpower. You can do that, mm -hmm. but you have to cultivate it. You yeah. know, you can, like I said, interrupt patterns and come up with strategies. Mm. Your husband or your lover, whomever says your children, how can I do blah, blah, blah? 
don't we come up with? Oh, let me tell you, you can do blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that's not something that we, a lot of times we make decisions emotionally and not aware that we are strategists. Mm-hmm. We come up with the how. The, yes. Because we can close our eyes and go into the spiritual realm and get that answer. Mm. We can get the answer, you know, so. Yes. So I want to go to the sacral because we talk about self self-love and self-care and all of those stuff, but we don't often talk about self-healing and yeah. what that looks like when we go to the womb, when we go to the sacral, because you talked about that's, that's our creative center, right? Yeah. And yeah. if there's a blockage there, which is typically wounding that might go back to childhood, yes. how do you work with that with women? Those who are- Well, wounded? we have a technique that we call lacing, mm. which when you understand, I, I told my daughter that life is, a, is science there's a science to to navigating through living. Mm -hmm. So when you are aware of how your brain functions, Mm -hmm. how your body functions, then you know that once you come up with like a root to a problem, like if you have a pattern, you got to look at yourself because we are vibration. So you attract, I'm a big uh, law of the uh, universal laws. Mm -hmm. So, and not just law of attraction. There's law, there's quite a few, you know, it's seven that we talk about, (laughs) but Um, when you are able to realize that I can change my thought, I can change a story in my mind and create new synapses where they can connect. And the more and more you do that with this new story, Mm. the more and more it will replace that old story. So for example, myself, someone who did not feel like I was, you know, I was not comfortable in my body at all at all and so I had to go back to that little girl who didn't want to who was scared to talk to her mother about her period or wanting to have sex or letting her know when I was pregnant all of that I had to go back and be my adult self and say that I'm here for you and in my mind I could recreate the story on how I wanted my mother to maybe I wanted my mom to say baby you know periods are like blah 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 or, you know, pregnancy or whatever, I can do that. And the more and more I do that in my mind, your brain will start to make that connection Mm. and you will slowly ease out this period that you just, that's running you because unconsciously, because I love mindset too, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how we're functioning. We're Mm -hmm. functioning from the unconscious part of our brain, which is 95%. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how we go about doing that. We're getting to the root. And then, then there are other things, of course, you learn about clearing rituals. I know um, some of us are scared of the word ritual, but ritual is just something that you just do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you drive, you're in a, uh, well, that's a trance, but that's another word we're scared of. Mm-hmm. But when you're able to apply these words and understand that I can, you know, when I'm feeling sad, Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. I don't have to run from it. I don't have to suppress it. I can contain it. I get in my bath. I get my sea salt. Mm-hmm. I get my candles and I weep and I wail and I cry. I do whatever I need to do because I know I'm energy. So I release that. Yes. The more I release that, the more I allow space. I'm opening up mm-hmm. space. Again, we talked about that magnetism yes. to attract back to me what it is that I want and desire. Mm. So those are all the, the, the feminine, you know, superpowers that you learn about that that we're missing in this yeah. world today, in the Western society, for sure. I love that you talked about rewriting your story, 
right? Yes. And the more you are, you have that loop in your head is this is what I would have wanted that to look like instead. Yes. Because the brain doesn't know the difference between imagination and real life. Right. Refreshed again. 
I learned about, I'm a science geek, so I love like Dr. Joe and Bruce Lipton and, you know, some of these other young guys uh, that are on YouTube and books. And so it just, I just had a thirst for knowledge. And then, of course, I wanted to share it and, and my own relationship. Yeah. My, my marriage, it, you know, I tell them all the time that feminine power saved my marriage because mm. I was like, as um, soon as my baby get of age to understand, we out of here. <laughs> you yeah. know, that was 22 years ago. Mm. But um, and we had to we had to grow through some stuff with getting that. It's not just something overnight, mm -hmm. but these tools help me. They just confirm that, you know, this is truly in science. It's, it's really science. And so that's what started it. They wanted to take my womb, girl, with yeah. my name. And if you think it's necessary, oh, no. Mm. Mm -mm. If they think it's necessary, huh? If they think it's necessary, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take it. Oh, no. Mm. I was like, no. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Now, what about the young woman going back, back? What was going on with her? If you think about like that preteen age, who was she? She was confused, honey. She was, I was an observer mm -hmm. and I knew I didn't, I knew I was different per se in my thoughts. And, you know, I would sing love songs, but I would be singing them to myself. You know, I wasn't seeking them to no guy. You know, I'll be singing Anita Baker and all of this, listen to the quiet storm. But yeah. so I knew, you know, I was kind of out the box and my family just the perfect way I can put it is I don't know if anyone has seen the monster show, mm -hmm. but I always felt like I was Maryland mm -hmm. growing up and my family was the monsters. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, we got that MTV age. And so I was into alternative rock and they were like, just close the door. <laughs> she's listening to Def Leppard and she's listening to this. Close the door. Yes. You know, and so I was just in my own world and I found ways to suppress myself as far as to, to just try to make it. So I turned to different substances growing up. You know, that's a part of my story. Mm -hmm. Trauma, sexually, not understanding. I was, you know, didn't, I was just unsure of who I was. Yes. And I don't blame my family or anything. I just feel like they just didn't know how to deal with someone that was out the box. Mm. Per se, you know, my mother and father were like, you know, college. You graduate, you go to college, you get married, you da da da. And I'm like, I want to be a wardrobe specialist. So I want to, you know, my mom was like, what? Right. You know, you're not going to college, but, but or a hairstylist. But she yeah. didn't see like the, the way it is now, yeah. you know, she didn't have the vision for that. Yeah. And so that just kind of left me kind of lost and confused. And I went through a lot of relationships. I always say, you know, I was. A virgin till I was like 18, 19, but I made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I made up for it. So, <laughs> you know, because I was, you know, it was like someone told me, oh, you, you cute. I, I never thought I was. Mm -hmm. Never ever thought I was beautiful. I finally in my senior year, mm -hmm. the superstar of the basketball team wrote in my yearbook to a pretty girl. And I'm like, must be pretty then so that's all you had to say <laughs> for me you know to to be there and be like oh he loves me he cares so that that's how it was um I had my baby my oldest daughter she will she just turned 31 mm -hmm. um that was an abusive relationship 
But one thing with me that I come to love about myself is that it's one time. So that was that one time, and people are like, how did you shift that? Mm. And I call that my Iyama year. Mm. When Iyama Van Zant came mm-hmm. out. So I did a lot of forgiveness work and learn how to say thank you for coming into my life. And mm. so it it it's it was all part of the plan now. Yes. But as a child, I just was a confused, didn't want to be here on this earth, didn't want to, you know, attempted to, to leave one time. You know, and I didn't want to. I just wanted to be seen. Yes. You know, and so, yeah, so I'm definitely, I've worked to not be that mother that does not, uh, that needs her children to fulfill her. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, which all goes along with being a fulfilled woman. Yes. You know, where you don't need, so I don't put that pressure on them. Now, I still, of course, apply my tools and still work and still do that, but. Yeah, I'm, I've come a long way since that, that young lady. Um, love her dearly. Mm-hmm. She she went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're here together. I've learned to to integrate it instead yeah. of trying to change it. We're It's one big picture. <laughs> yes, yes. So if you were to turn back and look at the different versions of yourself that got you here, what mm-hmm. message would you give them? If I was to turn back and look at the various versions of yourself that got you to this point, what would you mm-hmm. tell them? Um, I would tell them to relax <laughs> and uh, definitely love you and love you. You know, it's like, well, what is that? We, that's another buzzword. But love you is to accept like when I was I like, uh, you know, Def Leppard and mm-hmm. Billy Idol and you know, I didn't have to be in my own little world. I could just celebrate me. Yes. But celebrate and know that I am of the creator. I am the consciousness of, of, of the creator here on earth. I'm the closest thing to that. Mm-hmm. And celebrate myself. So instead of trying to fit in, because I tried to fit in, mm-hmm. but that didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. I tried to fit in with the, you know, the hustler boyfriend and the designer this and, mm-hmm. and the dolphin earrings at the time. But, you know, so now I can just tell her to be yourself yes. and relax. Even now I'm still kind of uptight and serious. You know, I, I it needed external uh, substances to just feel comfortable in my own body. So mm-hmm. I would tell her to be comfortable in your body. And, you know, I thought I was uh, overweight at a size eight or 10 girl. So I'm like, honey, no, enjoy yourself and look at your own beauty and and be okay. We like to, you know, look good and feel good, but it's an inside out job. I would definitely tell my younger self to to stay. I've always been a truth seeker, but I just got, I wasn't comfortable in it. So I would tell to have some confidence, uh, self-confidence, which you have to build versus, you know, confidence is kind of natural, but Self-confidence, you gotta gotta get your brain to download some things that you can pull from and say, I got this thing. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So how is your relationship? How, how many kids do you have? I know you say you have, I have a, two. You have two. Two girls, yeah. boy, girl? Two girls, mm-hmm. uh, 31 and 16. Okay. And what I have three girls. So what does that look like being a feminine goddess and training your girls up? <laughs> well, I used to call it that. I used to tell them, like, you know, you all are like the PK kids. You know, the PK kids. <laughs> they did not, they did not want. When this first started, it was like, oh, mama, 
you know, because I wasn't comfortable in my own body. You know, I had to make love with a T-shirt on in the dark. So mm-hmm. once I got to going in this and I'm like, go to my bathroom and I don't have on any clothes or I'll come out and get a towel out the linen closet. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or I was saying the word pussy and they're like, mama. You know, but now it's been, like I said, about 10 years or so on this journey. They are now, my oldest one definitely mm-hmm. is like, mama, I see, you know, I met so-and-so, so-and-so, and I know he, she is a, you know, a womb choice. So I know how to place them because, you know, or so-and-so, the guy at work teaches me so much and I like him. So I know that's my crown choice, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now my youngest one, mm-hmm. I always tell her that she's the one that brought me back. Cause like I said, even, even still, you, you still kind of like you're battling those patterns and those thoughts. So when I had my Aquarius baby, she came here wanting to do astrology and mm. call herself a witch. And I'm like, girl, we don't say blah, blah, blah. And then once I started in this thing and looked up the word witch and looked up all these things, I say, you know what, baby, you brought it full circle. Mm. So now she's the one who's like doing readings for her friends and okay. Um, she was having a lot of problems with her period and we went, I treated her just like I would a client. We went through different, um, exercises where she connected with her womb. Mm -hmm. Uh, she knows what herbs she can take. She knows about, you know, what her, how her cycle is. Mm -hmm. So they have really come to appreciate, Mm -hmm. um, this goddess, uh, and my grandbaby, Uh, she would be like, no, you didn't talk about me. (laughs) <laughs> well, I have a 12-year-old granddaughter. Okay. And so they have really come to appreciate um, their their femininity. And, you know, of course, we're still dealing with societal conditionings that we're battling with all the time. But they do have that. I know that I've done my part mm. where, you know, they will go further with it. But they do know, hey, there's another way. Hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a goddess. I'm, I'm, this is my superpower. And these are yes. things that I can do. So, yeah. yeah. So now they appreciate it. Now for the women, what'd you say? I said, they were like, can you get a robe or something? <laughs> you have to see all of that. And I'm like, look, you in my room. I'm getting a lamp. Look. And so now they all. That's you know, funny. This is that house, okay? Yeah. <laughs> The women who you said are heartbroken, they damn near like, forget it, I give up, but they know they really want that connection. Mm-hmm. What last words of wisdom can you give them? That um, it is possible and it's not anything that's wrong with you. Because a lot of times, instead of thinking like, what's wrong with me, we project it as I'm just done. Mm-hmm. You know, love is this, love hurts. But it's about connecting your womb with your heart, mm. with your mind. Mm. And when you can have all three of those working together, in my studies, we call that the triple helix, then you got something going for yourself versus just leading with your heart. It's nothing wrong with emotions, but if you just lead with your emotions, because I, you know, I put up this meme with this Yeti, I didn't know that's who it was, but it's always the heart and the brain. They're going back and forth. And the yeah. brain is like, all right, heart, make it happen this time. And the heart is like, you know what, F you. Because it's all beat up, and it's, you know, on the crutch and all that. 
And I'm like, that is the key is that we just, you got to connect to your womb, mm. regardless if it's, you don't have one physically, as I said, it's energy. Mm. So when you can connect with your womb, connect that with your heart, know how to soothe your mind. When those thoughts come up, you got your honeypot tools, which is what I'm calling your everything that I teach you, you put that in your honey pot. So when you have all that on board, you will be able to have the relationship that you want. And if you're someone who's maybe not even wanting to get married, it's a lot of women that want to get, they don't want to get married, but yeah. you still want to know you'll be able to manage your men instead of letting them manage you and waiting mm-hmm. and playing games and not showing up authentically, not saying with your voice, what you like, what you don't like. Mm. So all of that is is possible. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to enjoy pleasure, have fun, you know. um, So that's what I would leave my sisters with is that everything you want to be a fulfilled woman, it's up to you. um, But um, you can do that. You can do that with the right information. I love that. Well, that's a nice segue. Where do they find you, ma'am, so they can get all this information? Yes, uh, on Facebook under my profile, LaShawn Woods. As I said, my alias also, Yoni Power, is another profile. My business page is still Yoni Power ATL. And then um, Instagram is also Yoni Power ATL. And then my website is just www.lashondwoods.com. Um, you can get on a call with me and um, I offer that, of course, at no charge. And we can just see where you are and what tools I have available that will definitely uh, change your life. I love it. I love it. This has been so enlightening. I just feel good, right? You had those conversations. <laughs> like, good. Yes. Yeah. That's what we should do for each other. Yeah. That, that energy exchange, right? It feels yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will not take up too much more of your time. I appreciate you. We might have you back because once you drop some different programs or whatever, we need to get the information to the people. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you for that. Thank you for having me on your show. And thank you for being a voice, you know, to get this out here because we, we, we need this and it's our time. It is the year of the feminine. Let's go. Yay. (laughs) So until next time, this has been another episode of what? From Shadow to Sacred is Sex and Raw. We are out. Bye for now. (laughs) Hey, loves. Now, I hope y'all enjoyed that last episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex and Raw and that y'all are staying in tuned and following us in all of the places so you can get the episodes as they drop. Until next time, see y'all on the flip. Bye for now.